0: Welcome to the BTP, the boy Time Podcast. You've got in one corner, Papa Bear extraordinaire himself. The guy with the, the human head, okay? He's looking younger. Ooh. We're going to get into that. We're going to talk about it. He's also wearing an Alessai t-shirt that he insists on referring to as Elise. And that is very, very weird. In the other corner, you've got the NBC, the money toad, looking fresh, even though he needs to get to the barbers because he's got a major wave going on. Mm. He still feels good and looks good. And it's good to be here in the pod. And Davey Boy, how the Fuck you,
1: I am good I just want to call you out for being a thief why have you stolen your daddy's fleece why have you stolen a 70 year old man's fleece and why are you wearing it on the sexiest podcast in the country what's going on my friend Dude, I wear
0: fleeces because I'm an outdoor guy who's going to be a father. I kind of am always either climbing up mountains or taking care of my kid, even though I don't have a kid. Yeah, anymore. what's weird
1: is, as you say, you don't have a kid. And also, you, when you climb mountains, never once have I seen you wearing a fleece. You tend to be in photos you post on social media uh-huh, naked more often than not, or in shorts well, and no shirt. Just, well, and you're, you're always mean, up there with loads guys. of
0: guys, so fair play to you. Yeah, well, that's why me and the other guys call call ourselves naturists. Right. Okay. We like to get out there and be naturists, and mm. I am a uh, pretty big in the naturist scene in Northern Ireland. And if there's anything you want to know about that scene, now is the time
1: to ask. I mean, yeah, like, is it one of those things? Like, when you're, you say you're big on the naturist scene. Um, yeah. would you say like whenever you you become a, a nature boy, we'll say when you become a nature boy, do you leave your house? in nature or do you wait till you get to like I don't know the bottom of the mountain and then get nature or do you like what what's the process when do you go from being a fleece guy to the nature boy that's what I want to know the only thing I wear when I'm
0: leaving the house is a smile and a
1: beanie right, a smile and a what <laughs> a beanie hat well I thought you said a peony and I was gonna say what's a peony <laughs> a peeny could be a very strange garment and I was keen to hear what that was
0: yeah, I'm actually too hot in this place, so we will take it off. But yeah, like I would, if, whenever I go to the naturist meetups, you just mm. drive sans, you drive sans
1: gear. Like, right, okay. And what about clothes?
0: Yeah, same. No, <laughs> no
1: clothes. Just a, <laughs> just a, just a thimble full of poppers and a ham sandwich. Because what I find kind of weird, um, about like, yeah, sure, about getting naked is, is when you look at somebody when you're getting naked, do you ever do that? Do you ever like, especially like, obviously, know if, what you mean. if you're with your, with your wife or whatever, you can never, like take your clothes off sexy because you always have to step out of your pants and that's never sexy. The only way to take your pants off in a sexy way is if you have pre-made Velcro pants and you're a stripper and you can whip them off. But in real life, you have to, there's nothing more emasculating as a man than just just stepping out of your, your pants and just kicking them away. So when you and the boys are at the bottom of like sleeve Daniel or whatever, yeah, and then you natureize up and just like kind of like some sort of weird... Power Rangers, nitrizers and then you just take your gear off. Are you looking like in your mate's eyes, kind of like being? Let I me mean, just get my panties off here. Uh,
0: no, I'm not looking at his eyes. I'm do, looking do still, at his bottom.
1: Do you still call Go your it. boxers? Do you still call your boxers panties? By the way, because I do. Like well, I'm taking off my panties, I so don't take off my boxers. I take off my panties.
0: No, don't be stupid. I call them pantaloons.
1: Oh, pantalons, okay, on français. Mm. Uh, oui, oui, literally. Uh, we better change them. Oh, well. So, yes, yeah, so, right, you but, and the uh, guys, you're at the bottom of the hill. you are about to get naked. I want you to talk me through what you do when you take your clothes off. Do you pack them away again? Do they go back in the car? Do they go in your rucksack? Talk me through. You're at the bottom of the hill. You've got your, your clothes on. How do you get naked? Talk. Sometimes you're the designated packer. So what Sorry, you have but,
0: to do... okay all right i mean this trip's getting pretty crazy respect no you give us a bit of respect take it seriously okay sorry Um, because we get a lot of people fucking laughing at us and saying things like oh freaks weird you know small dick whatever Uh um but we, so someone will be the designated clothes packer, so that means hmm. they don't get to be a naturist, and they just have to go around really with a big uh, storage container, and you fire your okay. stuff into that, and they join you on the walk. But they are kind of just mind the clothes.
1: No, I've I've so many questions really about this that I feel yeah, like I, I, I want <laughs> you to answered. answer. Like, for example, obviously the, that lifestyle you lead, that that naturist lifestyle, that's obviously, and yeah. um, by law, it's illegal. You know, it's it, you should you can't be naked. So is there Say five guys it's are, going, are going out walking as nature boys. The one of the guys, the designated packer, does he remain in clothes if, per se, like the cops arrive? And then the nature boys just like, hides behind rocks. And just <laughs> and like, he's like, oh, I'm just here going for a walk. And then they're like, what's in your, in your rucksack? And he's like, why is there just a load of other guys' clothes in, in this? Are you killing people? But he's like, no, nah, I'm just, I, I like to pack in case it gets cold up here or change changing clothes, things like that. Or what's um, right so you're behind a rock you're peering I'd say me and <laughs> the packer right you're peering behind the, the, the rock again if someone's behind you they can see you crouched down probably see your balls hanging down to your legs weird but when you're peeking over what's your feeling are you excited to get to the top of the mountain are you afraid are you nervous that the police might try to end the natureing experience or what
0: well Look, I'm always looking at you. I mean, you know they didn't give me the name, the nickname Pikachu for nothing. But <laughs> 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 gotta catch them all. But um yeah, that adds the. I mean, that's kind of why I got into it. That adds the excitement to being a naturist is the mm-hmm. fact that at any time we could kind of like get caught. And at the end of the day, the worst you're gonna get is the slap on the dick. Right. You know, okay. That's what I the mean, police will do if they catch you.
1: I also want to to say too, you know, when you speak about being excited. Is that like an excitement now, how you would just be giddy, butterflies in your tummy? Or would it be like how when former Arsenal player Patrick Vieira described playing for Arsenal? I don't know whether this was a difficulty he had in, in just learning English at the start. But he when he used to do one of his first interviews, he said it was sexually exciting playing football for Arsenal. Which <laughs> meant I think he was running around in an aroused state. Do you get that level of excitement? Or is it just, are you soft? But, you know, who who Or are you... Like oh, like what's is it hoo oh, 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 or is it hoo oh, oh, oh.
0: <laughs> It's somewhere in between. It's like oh, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. a little up at the end.
1: So, uh, well, so literally. You're, <laughs> so you're there. You've got your wee hat on, naked apart from boots and a hat. You've got a wee yeah. semi macroy on. You're you're, you're, <laughs> you're excited. So it's not like it's not vulgar, but it's not flop. It's kind of like just there's really a wee bit of a, a bounce to it up the hill. I, I'd like to see that.
0: It's mischievous. So, do you remember like? Years and years ago, like you and I definitely went through a phase on Snapchat where you would say but we would describe each other as funny photos to each other.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right. the, the, those those good old days. Yeah. I mean, what's weird is that now that would be called uh gay. Um very gay. Yeah. 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 But, but well in those
0: days. Fun. In those in those days you and I, I mean a couple of my male friends did have like a little bit of a snapchat back and forth. We had a streak uh, back and forth. Yeah. Because you would you would look for ways to get that into a photo where that wasn't uh, the main bit of the photo, right? Um
1: Yeah. I mean for some of us it's easier than others, let's just say. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You you had that ultra zoom lens, but yeah. um
0: <laughs> but I uh basically I was in coming out of the shore a couple of days ago and I thought it was really funny because I just had my phone on shuffle and Tom Jones, It's Not Unusual came on Mm -hmm. and I was like, if I sent you a video of uh-huh. me doing the Carlton dance but fully naked, <laughs> <laughs> you know, side to side, yeah. and up and down, would you appreciate it? And then, like, I don't even have Snapchat anymore, so I'd have to send it on WhatsApp. And I mean, yeah. I don't know how quickly you would delete it. I think you would keep
1: that over me. Yeah, I mean, definitely would be like, oh no, is this Shane Todd in this video and put it on Instagram? And then clearly it would be you, and because Pe- of the Todd father tattoo in the back of your leg, would give it away. Um, but yeah, I'm a remember- boss remember whenever we were on holidays together you made me make a video of you to send to your wife if you do it a dance while you're putting uh sun cream on yep and then once i had to send it to her, you're like i need to take your phone and you took my phone and deleted the video off it it was i just want to let people know you were wearing and uh, you were actually overdressed from your favorite attire you were wearing some some underpants some panties but um it was it was a an interest in dance, let's say. I think it was it was both seductive and flexible. I think we we would describe it as. You have three axes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm. I just I just like that. I
0: like to have a good time. You know, guilty guilty is charged. But yeah, I basically because of social distancing and COVID, we have. I mean, fuck it. I'm taking my clothes off right now. Oh no. uh, also, I hate whenever I have headphones on because my ears stick to my head yeah I like mean look at my ears right look at, yeah. look at I'll keep this ear in uh-huh. and then right oh no don't do that it was a very loud noise difference in my ears
1: um, no I think I mean don't yeah, don't put don't, don't them out because I know I know your parents wanted you to have surgery when you were a boy to get those ears fixed but I don't think you, you really need to I mean can I just say what's going sorry, on sorry brother family? sorry what's going on with that hair
0: oh. what do you mean or just Go, keep it like No no entire? on
1: on your on your head. Like you look like a poster boy of Hitler youth. Like you've got the Aryan look, you've got the I mean, what would definitely we call it the Fuhrer flop. It's just you know, the you know you are the Fuhrer flop. It's like, you know, I, I love it. <laughs> I mean, let me tell you something,
0: forget Aryan because I'm not caring about what oh. you're saying about this. Oh, wow. I like it. I think it's a strong look. I can do, like, a ponytail. No, it's, no, it's wild, and I it's mean, rugged, and
1: the no, hairdressers
0: no. have been trying to get me in. Our personal status, mm-hmm. Mikey, has been, been, like, yeah. throwing out the lasso, trying to catch me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this, I mean, I put it on Instagram. I said, guys, should I cut my hair and let it grow? And everybody was huh. like, let it grow. And, yeah, they might have been mugging me off, but at the same yeah. time, people want to see it long. I mean, would, I would, would you
1: undercut it and just keep the flop getting bigger. Would you want a bigger floppy or do you want to just, you know, I want get three, and a, sure. three, three okay. and a half inch floppy for sure. Three and a half inch floppy. You know uh, what? There's this guy I used to go to school with who's a year above me in school and you know I sometimes I think it's been highlighted by Jay and in the in-betweeners that you, there's always a guy in your school that talks shit. There was this yes. guy and it, and it, his, his nickname was D. His actual name was David but he, he went by D so I'll not say his full name because it'll give him away but mm. he used to he was a year above us and we went on the rugby tour together and he told us a story about his friend and he's like, oh, I have this mate who, and again, it's the first time I've ever heard this phrase used. He said, like, oh, I've got this mate and he's got a nine inch floppy, right? And I was like, oh, whoa. So it's like, for anyone that doesn't know what a nine inch floppy is, it's, it's a definitely a large length penis. And he used to say that he did do all these things with this nine inch floppy for banter. But like, the stuff he would say wouldn't add up. So he'd be like, oh, we'd be driving along in the car and then we'll just call this guy, the, the guy's story about they we'll call this character Dane, all right? So Dane, he'd be like, oh, we'd be driving along and Dane's in the back seat and he'd wind his window down and he would, like, throw his nine-inch floppy out and, like, hit the car uh, driving on beside him. I'd be like, that's still not the way a nine-inch floppy <laughs> it's like you know one of those like do you ever remember you get like a little lizard when you were young that you would throw them the yeah, yeah. And stick and then the, yeah. the wee balls in the hands but it's like it, a, a floppy doesn't stretch it, if it's a nine inch floppy it, it's only going nine inches so i mean he was getting on like oh, i just fuck it across and it would just and hit people and it was just a very strange thing and because you're in school and he's a, like an older guy it'd be like Ha-ha, cool story without probably going hold on a second what do you try like cars are probably I'm talking about maybe a meter two meters away from each other there's social distancing on the roads and you have a guy who can just lasso an NIF at the car next door also and we talked about this before whenever that was
0: definitely like a secondary school type thing where guys would be like sure my dick's this size and then Mm -hmm. they'll give you a precise measurement and as we've learned being like older gentlemen now Mm
1: -hmm. hey
0: man we've been alive between us for about 70 years. Yeah,
1: that's actually quite, dick, quite
0: accurate. Your dick is not the same size two days
1: of your life ever. No, I mean... It, it definitely fluctuates, like... Yeah, and um, uh, that's definitely true, but mine's consistently small. I think that's something we could definitely, <laughs> definitely say. But, like, whenever you're in school, like, guys who obviously <laughs> were at different <laughs> stages of their, their, like, development and stuff would say different things. Like, I remember there's one guy who was talking about... Um, what it was like to ejaculate he's like oh I do not know. And, and then people were like what's it like and he goes oh it's really white and all it's kind of like you know shaving foam and <laughs> we were like oh cla- class and all well, hopefully like, he's not putting them in his face yeah I mean but this is what the guy says, saying so, oh it's really white like shaving foam and then like we all were like oh no what's going to happen here like this is shame. like shaving foam is going to fly out the end of it and stuff It's going to be really weird so it was like then and obviously we didn't know at that stage what it, what it was like or what, what happened so it was like we were just like, again, weird thing to just be chatting about, because like nowadays we were just chatting about that to our mates, like, oh, you don't know what comes at the end of it, and they would be like, ah, don't, don't, don't be doing that. But in school, you're like, Oh yeah, mate, tell us about it. And he's like, Oh shit. Like, when
0: you got a wee bit older, you need know, there was always a guy who would act like, who would say, what about this thing that happens? And then no one would relate to it. And then he would start to get paranoid and yeah. try and wrap up the conversation to go and check it. You know, you'd have a guy yeah. who'd be like, what about after and all, whenever you, you know, you ejaculate and then like, you know, that wee bit of blood and all. And flip, like, why is that even a thing? And everyone would, yeah. go, no, that's, that's never happened. He's like, yeah, fucking." he's heading on here. You know, there was yeah. always a guy trying to wrap up the conversation. You're from like, no, man,
1: it's the sixth period. Like we've got another hour of our <laughs> eight to go before we even get to go between another class. Like he's like, ah, And you know, whenever your mates just gets uncomfortable and you just start turning red and they're like, yeah. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, I know I'm teaching this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, It was always, always classic. Like, it's funny how when you were a kid, you just like, just take things as being the way it is, you know what I mean. You wouldn't like, like, I remember. You... Whole... So, I was gonna sure say that's
0: what my entire new stand up show is about yeah. whenever I finally get to do it. Somebody told me it's just about mm-hmm. things that you hear whenever you're younger that you fully take as science fact because they've been told you by somebody yeah. who's
1: a year older than you. And yeah, I like, even had... know. I heard a fact that, like, you know, woodlice apparently they can fly, but I mean, there's no basis to that that was just something when I heard at school I was like alright okay that's true and then I I think I brought it up recently as in like you know a science fact I know people are like now nah, you're fucking mental a do of wings I was like ah, I know it's just there
0: a big well, one was uh, and this it's this, this isn't like a urban myth but there was that one of like uh, I you know misheard phrases which people talk about all the time yeah. I always thought it was up until like genuinely like last year played play it by year because that makes yeah. so much more sense to me yeah because we Let's were actually I think
1: it might have been on a podcast that you said that and what did you corrected you say that? me and you, and went, then you, you also year. corrected
0: me on Lonely Child
1: you yeah that, me on lonely that was child one. and he was like oh it's a lonely child and I was like what it's openly, like, I did like, a whole stand up show about it yeah but I mean you've got money out of it who's laughing now you know Ribbit, but yeah, yeah but, but but yeah school was just it, it was classic for that sort of thing and you know nowadays I just, I just can't imagine, imagine going to school with your your mind that you have now. Do you know what I mean? Just be like, how much you'd be like, fuck the shit. Be, you know, like you'd be like Goodwill Hunting on the, on yeah. the board. Although you think that you'd probably just be as thick. Yeah, but imagine going and being like saying, hey, I, got, I think all these kids are talking about. Ah, oh, it's like shaving foam and all, and you'd be like, nah, I mate. Mean, it's even you get get a bit older and it'd be like, ah, oh. it'd be like gets really small, turns grey, and no one ever touches it again. They'd be like, oh, no. I'd be like, like, you know what happened in Pompeii, where it was like the big volcano, and it just, everything went to ash? That's kind of like what happens to your willies. It just turns grey and dormant, effectively. Um, speaking of um, speaking of willies, mm. um,
0: whenever I was younger, nobody's joking, what about whenever mm. at school you just, do you remember that feeling you had of like, when someone's funny now, right, you obviously laugh, and like, yeah, we, we, can, we can pretend to slag each other off but there is nothing funnier than when we're like maybe backstage at a stand-up yeah. show joking about with the, the other comedians that are on that night and you're properly like most of the time you're just taking the piss out of yourself and each other mm-hmm. and you're properly doing that like belly laugh like anytime yeah. like, we do the limelight shows
1: mm-hmm.
0: what about at school whenever you didn't really understand that laughter. Yeah. So it became way more uncontrollable. And yeah. somebody would say something in school, but there was that element of like, we're not allowed to laugh in yeah. class. So it made everything way funnier. Yeah. Do you remember physically being uh, sore laughing in school? There
1: was one particular moment that stands out. We, we had like an assembly in upstairs of the, the canteen for, I think we must've been like 50 or something. And I'm, with hindsight now as an adult, our uh, yearhead or no, it was actually like an assistant principal read a reading from the Bible with the sole intention of trying to make boys laugh. Like I remember some of the lines, it was just all about Jesus saying things like, and the Lord said, bring me the boys and I will come on to them, you know, stuff like this. And we we're all going, <laughs> you know, and I remember we started sniggering and you know, when you, you can't help it. You just circle. <laughs> that makes, it so, much worse. Oh, it, mean, makes can't. it so much worse. So then the shoulders, the shoulders are, go our head noticed us, right? And and she was just like, "Oh, no, stop laughing!" And then we were like trying not to. And then when the reading finished, and she left, was, our head was like, "You need to stay here when you talk to you about this." And she's like, "Why are you laughing?" And it's so blatantly why we're laughing. And I, you know, and you just can't stop. And I was like, "I wasn't laughing." And she just said the light "She goes, you're laughing, now. And, I was like, <laughs> and then everybody was just going, "Oh, it's so great!" And I just couldn't because stop.
0: when it. When a teacher says to you, what's so funny? Mm-hmm. It starts making you remember what you were laughing yeah, at them. Yeah. At, so, <laughs> so it becomes funnier. And the worst thing is when you just can't look at your mate. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like mm-hmm. when you know that your mate is a fucking idiot like you. Yeah. So you know <laughs> that when you're all being told off, he's thinking about you trying not yeah. to laugh and you're thinking about him trying not uh-huh. to laugh. And then when the side of your face goes, I was so bad for it. I remember once... Being away on a school trip, and there was like a guy giving us a real serious Uh telling off, and he was an older guy. Yeah, and like I, I have respect for older people. Like, if an older person's like telling you off, whatever, even if you're not going to do what they say, I'll still always be like, no problem, and all. Yeah, this guy unintentionally, the way he spoke or something, made me laugh so
1: much (laughs)
0: that I had to physically. Just get down on the ground and life is down. <laughs> and he goes, he, It was in England, in like Worcester. And the guy goes, What are you doing? And I said, Press ups. And I remember just starting to do press-ups and him walking away being like, there's obviously something wrong with him. But that was the time. I also remember being in scouts. And one of the scout leaders who was like in his 50s was talking that we were like breaking off in the groups of like four or something in the scout hall. Mm -hmm. And he was like doing like fucking ropes to whatever they do in scouts. And I just remember he was a nice older guy and he farted. He just did a wee fart and he didn't address it. And he just went, oh. I moved on. (laughs) See what he did. I I was gone. I was like, that's the funniest thing ever.
1: Yeah. Just like,
0: that school laughing is just, but it's so, I remember the, the time I think I've laughed the most in my life was, um, whenever I was in school and it was in P6 in art and it was me, Chris McBride, Ross McCrory Andrew Brown and a guy called William Dunwoody as well uh-huh. and we were we were in art class I'll tell you a funny story but that uh-huh. group after we were in art class and the Manx Street Preachers I think had a song called Kevin Carter yes and kevin carter yeah. right and for some reason i heard that on the radio probably on the way in on atlantic 252 that song and i and i just made up the word the rest of the words to it i yeah. went in our class i'm just and i'm not tenor, telling everyone yeah. this is going to be funny i'm like kevin carter you're on my sexy charter right? <laughs> and then i just started adding people to uh-huh. the charter who had the surname carter so i would just yeah. i just rolled with it you know yeah. that silly fun i was like yeah vicky carter you on um, sex <laughs> sexy other. and i added about 20 carters and uh-huh. it was one of those ones that like started very funny stopped yeah. getting funny and then yeah. got funny again which yeah. is the best oh. um so that group of guys i was mates with in p6 you
1: know you know my mate market don't you? yeah well, yeah one of the, in fact, one of the, the most, the, the most I've ever laughed in my life was in school. We were in study period and we had like the head study head would have just sat at the front while we would just be in this like assembly hall basically studying. And it was so quiet, you know, and so quiet. People are working. You can hear the clock. It's just, you can just hear the clock. It's that quiet. And I was so focused on like just my work that Maka was in front of me in a seat. And he just sort of like, again, so casual, just turned around, handed me this note, like so like CNN just reached, and like I was expecting it to say something or whatever. And <laughs> obviously we'd been there probably half an hour, studying away. He must be doing this, but when I opened the note, it was just a drawing of an alien with hooks for hands and a very detailed vagina, right? And there no, there was no, like that was not making me laugh so hard. There was no reason for him to have given me that like my brain be, was like why has he done this but it was the look of he was like this when he looked around he was like you know he was just so like like as if it was something dead serious so then i started laughing and then the study the study head she was this english woman was very very posh and spoke like this and she was like dave why are you laughing and i was like oh no it doesn't matter and you know, just you're just laughing you're laughing <laughs> laughing and then she's like, Dave, you need to go outside and relieve yourself. And then that just made me laugh even harder. And then I just couldn't stop. She's like, Dave, go to the toilets now. And then I had to get up in front of everybody and walk to the front. And for some reason, I don't know to this day why she said this, but as I was just passing her and I just about calmed down, she just goes, oh, Dave, wash your face. <laughs> I just couldn't make any sense. Why had he drawn that? Why did he give it to me? Why is she telling me to relieve myself? And then why she wanting <laughs> me to wash my face? It's like, so all this didn't make any sense. And then I had to go back in and apologize and stuff. And it was just, uh, you know, when you're not sorry and you have to apologize, you're like, that's the worst. Uh, oh, that's that's, were, that's a lot of fun that's a lot of fun actually great, when great you were time. saying
0: that I felt I felt like it was there with you you know what I
1: mean uh, yeah but it was just you know you know where I think to me one of the funniest things can happen are stuff that make no sense you know stuff that yes you do, like and I can't fathom why that happened and for even denial, like afterwards I was like why did you do that and he goes oh it's just boring like, and thought you'd like art and it's even at that it's like why would that <laughs> yeah. be a thing to show me just in the total dead of science a full like look, oh, hands no, and oh so weird and then another thing similar to that happened another fella in my class handed me a picture in fact no I had sent him this is even worse I had sent him a picture and like again, being I think 15, 16 it was just a giant dick but I'd drawn a speech bubble and wrote written inside a speech bubble hiya mate right so he just opened it up but the teacher had seen it and he's like what's that and at that point I go fuck and I'm looking at my mate be like I'm open it <laughs> and he's like open open it there and he was like oh no I, I can't and I was like you know it's a July as if I just I, I can't I physically open it and he's like no no go ahead open it and then he opened it and he was like alright show me and I was just going no don't please don't and this is a new teacher I hadn't really known before and he just turned around and he goes is that a, is that a penis with a flag in it and my mate being a hero went yeah he goes and it's so weird he goes yeah i just love geography and drawing dicks <laughs> so, <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. so then the teacher's like right well just don't do that in class which i thought oh thank god if i'd been any other teacher i'd have been probably in a detention having to explain my actions with lines you know but- um so yeah that
0: group was telling you about in our class yeah we um there was, like, a fallout between me and one of the guys in, oh, like, no. the Playground. What
1: about
0: I think he said my shoes were dirty. Um, I can't remember. It was something very, very trivial. And anyway, I, Chris, this guy Chris was still, like, my friend, still, like, chatting to yeah. me during it, even though falling out with this group. And I went, like, so overly dramatic for no reason as a child. Yeah. I went to the Playground one day and I went, Chris, you have to pick... Me or them, and <laughs> I was like, "I'll leave it. I'll leave it with you." And I walked away. And then about two days later, I was like, "I'm going to give him some space to like to think about it." And I know it's going to be a tough decision. And what are were you? you?
1: Uh, P six. Oh, and why in P six are you giving guys time to think about decisions? <laughs> what the fuck are you watching on TV? Like, <laughs> Dawson's That's Creek that, is all I watch. <laughs> it must have been
0: something fairly, uh, fairly dramatic yeah. because, <laughs> like two days later, I went up to him and I was like. Christopher, I know you're probably having a tough time deciding, but what what shall be the fate of your decision? And he's like, oh, I picked them, like at the time you said, and I was like, okay. And then I just had the points off, and then never <laughs> be mates with him, which was really sly. Yeah, heartbreak. But I'm I think I saw him
1: since about ten years later, and
0: we were, you know, I think we're always forgiven.
1: And what's he doing with himself now? Like, what's he doing with his life? Or
0: I've had him murdered.
1: <laughs> I mean, you think no, that's he, fair? I, I'm not sure. I, would you right?
0: For a hundred quid, would you pay for this thing that basically like, Hmm? (laughs) no, listen, it lets you see what everybody you went to school with from like primary school to now is up to. Like, so let me, let let me phrase it better. Would you pay a hundred quid to get this like direct Netflix download that only goes to your account and everybody you went to primary school with the secondary school? You can like click on them like wee-wee episodes and Uh, you get to watch like a five minute package on like what their life is up until now. Would you would you be keen for that?
1: I wouldn't I don't know if I pay a hundred quid, like I wouldn't be that interested. I would a thousand percent. But I mean what I do think is quite funny, and I was chatting with my mates about it there at the weekend, was how whenever we got we moved into a new office, um there is a guy who shares a building with us who was in my year at school and He's basically. I think he's doing like some kind of like psychology or something. Like he's a psychiatrist or something in this building, or like a counselor. And he's in there doing like serious work, and then we're just the floor above him, talking about shame foam coming out of cocks. Like it's, it's yeah. That, that, that that's what what our life has become. You no know, serious people, and then we're just these two idiot guys. But David, would you change it for the world? Absolutely. Well, for the for the world.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Probably.
1: Yeah. Probably. I wouldn't. I
0: would now be dedicated to this lifestyle, and I love you and I love this podcast and being able to do comedy. I think it's great, and uh, I'm very happy with it. Yeah, I mean, Chris McBride, you made the wrong choice, baby. You made the wrong choice.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh. well, do you think, speaking of this podcast, we had a nice meeting for the first time in how long with the snake rap band last night? It was good to see him
0: again. Uh, We had to wait Uh, until he'd fully shed, um, which I mean, he was still getting
1: rid of Pretty gross. Have you ever seen the film Deadpool? No, I actually haven't. No, well, basically, you'll look at this reference, but when you look it up, you'll enjoy it. Yeah. Is Ben looks like uh, Deadpool without like, the mask on? You know, when he shed his skin, just basically a horrendously burned, gross, cre- like superhero creature. Um, but nah, it was good ben, to catch he- up to him. And um, yeah, we- he's, actually look- he's looking very cute, and so are you. I've got to be honest, that
0: haircut's mm-hmm. looking good, and uh, you're too sexy uh, guys. I appreciate that.
1: Uh, you know you're, you're back. and uh, here, here. Don't let us keep you up, right? Yeah, no, it's sweet because you know, listen, listen, guys, listeners, watchers, viewers. And um, why? What, what are Warriors. you watching? What are you watching? That your screens all getting all light all the time? Are you watching something? Something? I'm not.
0: Should? I'm not. I'm getting. I'm in between two things that I think we should do is like little features. Okay, but um, just. And if, I had, I had one save. Uh, I had one save from last week, mm-hmm. and. uh I can't find the same article, so I'm trying to figure okay. it
1: out. But what we're talking about there, yeah, the podcast generally, we've decided we wanted to, we had a meeting about making Boytown great again. We're making a few changes. I know we've talked about making Boytown great again for a while, but we've decided that the, when it is changing is when we go back to the studio, which will hopefully be within the next month or so, depending on Mr. Daddy over there and other things. But um, you too. Yeah. But uh, we, no, I just mean your child. <laughs> you know, if you, if you have a child, ah. that'll probably delay things, you know, so uh, it's entirely you. But what we're saying is that the people have spoken. We've been looking at uh, videos that have gone out. Every week we put our videos out. And again, obviously we're delighted people continue to listen to the podcast. But um, there's, there's comments that are on every week. The same comments. It's people saying one of three things. The first is, Bring back tweet back. The second is bring back the phone calls. And the third is Dave Elliott is a benzoamphetamine addict addict, which I mean I don't know where that's coming from, but every week. Yeah, every every week people are saying I am some kind of drug addict. I mean, if it were to transpire indeed that I was a a benzoamphetamine addict, would that would that change your opinion on me? Or would that kind of like, you know, take a few boxes and make a bit of sense? Can I be honest? Mm
0: Mm-hmm. I probably think you're a bit cooler.
1: All right. Okay. <laughs> Sweet. But yeah, so that was it. So we've decided, listen, I'm not, I'm not giving up them. I'm not giving up the Benzos. Right. So we are going to bring back a segment. Now we're not going to be bringing back two phone calls and two tweetbacks every week. Cause it's just not the time for that. So what we're going to do is we're going to have a random selection. So it's either what it could be Shane every week doing one or the other it could be me every week, it could be one each, one each. So, We'll pull out a name of a hat, and then we'll pull out whether to do a tweet back or a phone call. And so every every week it will be back because we're making Boytown great again. You know, we're reaching for the stars There's some new merch coming out, which we're getting designed, and we're just ready to hit the studio with a brand new fucking wave. You know. Yeah. One thing we
0: uh, before we move on, because a couple of things that we'll rattle through today and if we don't get through them all we'll roll one on the next week Mm. um i want to plug the patreon because the patreon hasn't been good enough from our end no but we're making a commitment that this is probably what's going to happen on patreon Mm -hmm. you'll get four podcasts a month on our patreon two will be extra bits from the podcast which will be after we record um, we will just do like a, a almost
1: like a mini-podcast after, just exclusively for Patreon. Also, just on that note, I meant to say to you this earlier, so this is probably news to you, because I haven't told you this today. After you left the meeting yesterday, Ben had a suggestion. He said he might just start recording while we're setting up. So he could record at the beginning. So while he's setting up the lights and stuff, we're just having our general chit chat and a coffee and a bit the really chat. So it might be instead of having after a podcast when we're all sleepy and tired, well, it'll be the start of the podcast. I think That'd that be fun because cool. we're, yeah. we're, we're getting little goblins before the podcast. We are getting goblins. Yeah. And, and then um, once a
0: month you will, so you get four podcasts a month. Hopefully like this is our plan. Mm. You get the two like behind the scenes ones. And then I will do a Money toes Lily pad mm. podcast and Dave will do Papa Bear's Picnic, yeah. which will be a little solo Patreon exclusive. So patreon.com slash Podcast is mm. where it will be, and we're going to bring those in as soon as possible and start making that worth people's while. So anyone that's stuck yeah. with us on Patreon, mm-hmm. we, we appreciate it, and we're going to start doing better. And us. we're
1: also going to, uh, now on Patreon, you can get a wee discount on merch as well. So if you're a patron, you'll be able to get a wee bit of money off our new range of merchandise as well. So that'll be nice and sexy as well you know speaking also, of sexy yeah
0: go ahead i was going no 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 i was going you cuz you're i'm going to change subject so you go ahead
1: i was going to say that speaking of sexy on the Patreon as well we may be getting another member staff on board and that'll make things run a bit smoother and be very sexy you know so yep
0: yep yep that'll be a good okay, time um, so what I want to talk, I want to do like a, a fun little thing before we do listeners' questions. Yeah. Um, because here's the thing, on Boy Time, we, we plan out a couple of wee things to talk about today. We're like, yeah. oh, maybe get into this. But sometimes you just get giddy and you get silly and you talk about yeah. laughing and a beard it's school and it makes a longer bit. And I think that's what's fun. But what else is fun, Dave, I think you'll really enjoy this, is I have an article here from a history website called 10 Things Done Completely Out of Spite. Oh, and wow. seen,
1: listen let me just lie back because i have a lot of time for this
0: okay um you know what's going to be good when it hold on i'm minimizing the screen you know what's going to be good whenever the first whenever number 10 <laughs> is just titled the nuns who cut off their noses the nonce who cut off their nose the nuns
1: right. <laughs> i think you said the nonce that cut off their noses say <laughs> Epstein's mates running yeah. about, not, unable to <laughs>
0: smell. Um, no, it says, that you've probably heard the old expression, he cut his nose off to spite his face yeah. and assumed that it was just a colourful metaphor. Unfortunately, this may have been inspired by an actual historical event. According to a 1904 book, in 18 in 867, Viking oh, no. raiders led by sons of Ragnar Lothbrok, sailed yeah. Southward and invaded Britain, As they ravaged the country, they gained a fearsome reputation for extreme cruelty. But when they attacked a monastery in Scotland, the female head of the institution assembled the nuns and exhorted them to avoid being raped by voluntarily disfiguring themselves. As an example, the the main nun is said to have cut off her own nose and upper lip. The rest of the sisters did the same. When the Vikings finally broke into the convent, Their lust turned to disgust when they saw the self-mutilated nuns. But, um, do you know what's so sly, right? This bit of it. Unfortunately, that act of defiance didn't prompt the Raiders to spare their lives. Instead, they simply set fire to the place and burned them to death. (laughs)
1: Oh, fuck's sake. I mean, that effort deserves... Like, see if I was leading leading the Vikings, I'd say, listen, lads, you know... You, what you've say, done there—it's excessive, you know. Um, we're going to spare you, but not these Vikings. are like, now nah, let's book and burn the place down. I'll teach them. I would say the the Vikings come across as complete bastards, and yeah.
0: uh, I wish uh, I wish history was different, and I wish the nuns had I just come together and fucking. <laughs> Yeah. sack the Vikings. That would have been a lot of fun if the Vikings had to just sail back to I mean, Scandinavia, being th- like,
1: these nuns are fucking terrifying. Well, what did what did you actually say that the, the Vikings were doing? Did you say they were just going about just raping? Like, that was what the point of their... No, 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 no. It was like, well, they were, like, famous
0: for, like, pillaging, which included, like, rape, murder... Yeah, you know, theft, you know what basically. I'm going to say? They
1: essentially just went through England and... I, I'm I'm going to say... It's that's sly, you know. I'm going to say that is sly from the Vikings, and I wish they'd have just left the nuns alone, especially after they had gone to the length that they went to try and get left alone and they still got mugged off. It's not fair, I don't like that from the Vikings, I don't like that at all. Um, and but I, I do like to, see... to know that the, the origin of that saying, you know, you know, I love a lot of things, but nothing I love more than the origin of a saying.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, I feel like it's one I probably will never explain to anyone who ever asks, do yeah. I know what the, orig- the origin of that phrase? I just go, yeah. nope, because that story is yeah. fucking horrendous. horrific. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, that is absolutely grim and horrible. Um, number nine, hopefully this isn't as bad. Uh, Henry Clay Frick's classic rebuff to Andrew Car- uh, Carnegie. In, huh. in the late 18- 1800s, which feels like a really spiteful time, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, uh, Age... Gilded Age moguls Andrew Carnegie and Henry Clay Frick teamed up to make massive fortunes in the steel industry. Mm -hmm. Wonga! But their relationship eventually soured, and Carnegie muscled his partner out of business. Even after winning a lawsuit against Carnegie and receiving compensation, Frick wasn't satisfied. This is so me. He spent the remainder of his life coming up with ways to get back at Carnegie. If we (laughs) ever stop doing this podcast, this is me. After Carnegie built a mansion in New York, for example, Frick built a bigger, grander one nearby to upstage him. (laughs) Finally, in 1919, when the elderly Carnegie was in ill health, he dispatched his longtime personal secretary, James Bridge, who sounds like a fucking bitch, to visit Frick, who was similarly elderly and frail, and deliver a consolatory letter in which he asked for a meeting where the two old men could patch up their differences before they died. After reading the letter, Frick responded in a fashion that had gone down in history as one of the coldest insults of all time. He said, yes, you can tell Carnegie, I'll meet him. Frick said the bridge, crumple in the letter in a ball and throwing it at him. <laughs> tell him I'll see him in hell where we're both going. <laughs> I enjoy Frick, that's great. <laughs> I mean, he was so frail, but he still used the rest of his strength to crumple it up. And <laughs> says, it says, I would see him in hell, Carnegie. That's where we're both going. (laughs) That's a bit more lighthearted. That's what we want. Um, Number eight, Saddam Hussein used a hotel floor to insult George Bush. Uh, When the later Iraq dictator, Saddam Hussein, held a grudge, he sometimes uses absolute power to take it to ridiculous extremes. Uh Hey, go go to way and say, fucking horrendous man after his defeat by the US and its allies in the first Gulf War in 1991 I nearly said in 1991 <laughs> for example Saddam's humiliation festered into a personal hatred for US President George Bush huh. One of the is, this, Saddam, is this
1: Bush Jr. or Bush Sr.? Just a, this is Sr.
0: I because it was 2002 one of the ways that Saddam chose to express his rage was to have a huge mosaic floor laid in the entrance of Baghdad's five-star Al-Rashid hotel with the tiles arranged to form a portrait of Bush. The idea was that people entering the hotel be forced to tread upon Bush's face. In a Middle East culture, we striking someone with the sole of your shoes to sign a sign of disapproval. It was it was supposed to be a conspicuous confront. But Saddam's gesture didn't stop Bush from leading a US coalition that invaded Iraq and oh, no. overthrew Saddam's regime in 2003. Oh, the hotel... US soldiers went into the hotel with hammers and chisels, dug out the mosaic of the former president, uh, and in its place, they laid a portrait of Saddam himself. Oh, no. Oh, what a clapback from the
1: boys. But what, what I don't get is, like, why Why are the soldiers, why are the Marines artists? <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah, we chisel. Yeah, do, do, like do. little, we little Da Vinci, But also, I mean, I understand it because, you know, Americans fucking, you know, they love all the freedom and all that shit. So I get that they would like take out the one of Bush, but it's the fact that they (laughs) just like commissioned a a Saddam (laughs) mosaic. Let's get in here and fucking validate our president and hold on. (laughs) Here's something I made earlier. (laughs) 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 Neil Buchanan, Sergeant Buchanan. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if we will have time for all these, right? But I'll maybe do two more and then we'll do listeners' questions. And we can save this for another time because it's fun. (laughs) John Lennon's musical taunt and Paul McCartney. As members of the Beatles, John Lennon and Paul McCartney formed the greatest songwriting team in history of pop music. Mm -hmm. But after the group's members began to bicker, McCartney left the group and filed a lawsuit to make the dissolution official. The former collaborators had once been so much in sync they would go back and forth for hours, feeding off one another's lyrical brainstorms. But after the breakup, McCartney's insistence that he enjoyed working solo, because I only had me to ask for a decision, Eric Lennon. So that's already oh, bitchy. Meow. In 1971, Lennon responded with a song called "How Do You Sleep," which was a scathing attack on his fellow ex-beatle. It contains lines such as "Those freaks, those freaks were right when they said you were dead," a taunting reference to conspiracy theories that Paul had died in a car accident What's and like? had been replaced by a double. And the only thing you'd done was yesterday a put down of Beatles had associated with McCartney. Another lyric is the sound you make is music to my ears, likened McCartney's solo work to the to the can music played in elevators. Whoa, a little bitter, John question mark. Fortunately the two mates patched up their differences in nineteen seventy-two in a TV interview, Lennon said, If I can fight with my best friend, if I can't fight with my best friend, I don't know who I can fight with. Uh, which is a very nice quote at the end, but yeah, yeah. he shouldn't have written the song. A but song do you also, do you that. also
1: know, kind of like like us in many respects. Um, John or Paul McCartney is just so fed up with John Lennon now. Now that he's dead, he's probably sad when he died, but now he's like, fucking stop talking about him. <laughs> you yeah. give me some credit, like I saw an interview in McCartney just literally. Someone's like, "Oh, do you want to talk about like what about John Lennon?" And he's like, oh. "Can I? Can I be
0: honest just for a yeah. second? I'm still fucking traumatized by that story about the nuns. That's maybe yeah. the worst
1: story I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, because can you imagine how sore and just stressful uh, that would be doing that? And then the Vikings are like, "In hell, burn the place!" You're like, "I, I can't make a face of having no nose in the mouth." But yeah. yeah, that's sweet. Um, you are like you're taking don't don't stop for a minute and you know just you take a bit of breath and maybe try and feel no, a bit I'm, better. I'm good. Partner, you want to take a minute? No, no, I'm good. I just thought I was a bit worried about you there. No, no, don't, I'm all good. Don't mean to My, get it up get, on, on the internet. genuinely, that, is, that, has, that has haunted me. You yeah, it's not up. sweet. Um, right, okay. I'll get Instagram. You get Twitter. Yep. Twitter, Twitter, show me your shit. No, that's not... <laughs> <laughs> well... Uh, Twitter, first... Twitter, Twitter, pint
0: of bitter, bitter... I don't
1: know. <laughs> Matthew Mernon has said, "Good morning, Gorilla in the Mist, and the Nissan Cash Guy." <laughs> I like that. <laughs> nice. Thanks. We we deep in barbecue season. So, what are your favourite meats for grilling? Top three flavours. Um.
0: I love I love to cook like uh, oh tuna. Tuna steak, 100%. Nice tuna steak. Sear it on the outside, leave it, leave it pretty raw in the middle. Let it sit for a couple of minutes. Tuna steak is
1: my number one. Now, how do you, t- how do you check if the tuna steak is cooked, dare I ask?
0: With my tongue.
1: What about the present I got you? Did you have you used it for any meats yet? My, was it like a of McCrone's book? Nope. It was a thermometer to check whether meats are cooked too so and have to stick your tongue in it anymore i haven't yet but i would say that's going to come in handy oh, at some sp- point speaking of presents i like, go. Oh, you have you watched your shane lynch lifestyle dvd yet believe it or not man i feel like i'm enjoying life at the minute so i'll maybe yeah. wait until like i just i need a little bit of a boost and right then I'm okay gonna stick them on right okay that's fair rory okay. miller said good evening which is new Emory voice voice, Boyos. Your boy has finally been able to get a snip for the first time in four months. Haircut, not circumcision. Although the Turkish barber did offer to throw that in as part of the deal. I was rocking the Ian Walker <laughs> curtain style for a while, and I see the Thanks. NBC isn't far off that himself. What I'd like to know is if you guys looked um, at anyone over the years and thought, his hair looks class, I can pull that look off, but failed massively. I had a David Beckham style mohawk for an entire summer but they had to get rid of it the first week of school because the abuse was too much. Stay sweet. I think I always aspired to
0: have cool hair, like someone like David Beckham or like the big Uh celebrity of the time. But I just don't think I ever got there. More David Guest than David Beckham. (laughs) And if I had to pick somebody whose hair back in the day, I was like, oh, class. I just remember... There was this guy I used to hang about with back in the day and his older brother was called Aaron and he had the the best curtains. But I just I always thought my attitude was curtains probably took too much maintenance back in the day. Yeah. So I never went near
1: them. Do you also remember, like, wasn't it when we sort of first became friends like about 2012 you used to really like your man uh, off of tv frank crossgrove and used to say like oh i want to have <laughs> so my haircut true. like frank crossgrove and it was like shaved at the front here <laughs> and was kind of like you know in the in this sort of a mohawk but like spiky in the middle but shaved at the front and i said yeah it looks it would look really weird in you because your ears are too big and stuff but you, you still yeah. tried it and then you had to just get your head shaved and it was just really embarrassing you were I mean, big into that as a style i got you like Joe Pasquale, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, I just liked him for his fashion sense rather than his hair. But, I mean, he's a, he's a, the most underrated fashionista, I think, in the UK. Joe Pasquale like, what I would say to, to anyone that's, that doesn't know Joe, just Google him and check out his, his threads because they are fucking hot shit. Uh, Conor McCabry has said, Hello to all you cute cats and kittens. What is the most exotic animal you'd want to have as a pet? Um... None. I, I don't. I don't like pets. Maybe a taxidermy thing, but mm. no. I don't. I don't. I me, don't really like. If we're talking exotic, I would like to have a person. <laughs> a what? A person. I want a human as a pet. But why did you say a person with no R? Because I look, R? my R is safe because it's not a. So I like a little. Would I like. You a want little... to
0: borrow an R from me?
1: Throw it my way. Oh, I like a person, please. But I would like it to be like some sort of like lesser discovered, like forest kind of person. So like, I don't know. Are those are, are, are pixies real things?
0: Yeah, they're a band.
1: Yeah, I like the pixie forest people as a as a pet, which is would the worst would, alternative to I village like, people. I would like you to play a character who says
0: "person," like.
1: And, a cat, just... like he was in movie cats. It would... I can't put her on now. Um, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: It's her boy, the cast man himself, Daniel Houston. He said, seeing as Shane yep. wasn't best pleased with my question on the last tee with me, I turned to Dave to ask what he thinks of Shane's sleeveless hoodie. A bold statement, or should the fashion police be knocking on his door? I mean, you know me, I'm a, what a lot of people would describe as a bodybuilder. And and sleeve like short sleeve sleeveless hoodies are big in the bodybuilder community along with leggings and bum bags so i mean i feel like you should definitely wear that again for leggings and a bum bag but yeah it's it's good look i think you should definitely take human growth hormone and just make yourself get really big like your organs and your skull and stuff just yeah just get really big i think would be a real cool idea
0: uh, speaking of getting big, oh, totally unrelated to this, but have you seen by the way the fashion police will never arrest you for having a go trying to get something right? And maybe if everyone experimented a little bit more fashion, we wouldn't all look the same, which Daniel and Dave do. Um, Dave, have you seen the Rocks new show on Netflix, The Titan Games?
1: Uh, yeah, I haven't watched it, but I know of it. It's pretty gnarly. Next question <laughs> Richard McClay, Dick Clay said, Bondi, as she goes, did you know? The famously masked wrestler and now politician Kane was the only member of his local council to vote against wearing masks in public. FS. But any tips on how to make a mask look creme fraiche?
0: Yeah, you could do a number of things. Like you could do De Monte, like diamonds, which would look pretty hot. Or you could just straight up, like, what about just a wee slit where the tongue is and just poke
1: your tongue through? Yeah, I mean, I think it would defeat the purpose. What I think would be a good look would be. No, it's a fake tongue you put it through.
0: All oh right, okay. Well,
1: and that'd be, that'd be really great. I, I would like to see, you know, the Hannibal Lecter mask. When he's yes. Like, um, I'd like to have that, but obviously, it would need to be Perspex piece of plastic so you couldn't actually. So then people would think it's Hannibal Lecter, but then really, it wasn't. Or a Bo Selector mask because he's not doing that anymore because he got, uh, had to apologize and said it was racist. So I just take the Craig David Bo Selecter mask and that would do me what about just a really cute guy's hand as a mask? yeah I mean I mean, attached to his body or would you either or I would like to get a mask of you know Jimin from BTS and just so I could just look like a fat version of Jimin not Jim- Jim- <laughs> Jim- I mean I'd, I'd, I'd wear a Jimin mask as well for sure <laughs> i just like the idea of jim moan being a bts i mean it would definitely add something to the band a wee bit of experience a wee bit of salt and pepper with the sideburns there it'd be it'd be sexy <laughs> um, let me see There's so many questions here oh no At uh, chris kavanagh said good morning boy george and sir elton we all love the segment of bond's thoughts but maybe to keep up with times so i thought you could trial a new nonce thoughts you could talk about the latest celebrity cheeky fiddler and maybe um, even dare I ask make predictions I'd happily stick a quid on a way accumulator prediction on Hermanos themselves much love boys stay safe Um, yeah I mean I feel like there are a a lot of podcasts and that is their theme
0: is like getting to the bottom of all that kind of stuff Um, in terms of predictions I don't think I, I think even if you said somebody as a joke, thinking it definitely wouldn't be them, then the next in mm-hmm. the news would be like, no, it definitely is them.
1: Like, my uh, wife made a statement about, you know, the lead singer Kasabian. He just, like, yeah. he left Kasabian via mutual consent yesterday. She yep. goes to by me. By the way, why, why uh, do they say,
0: like, why did they release that statement saying he's left by mutual consent as if, like, he's just had his contract terminated at Crystal Palace?
1: Yeah, well, well he, he did that, and then there were like, um, she goes to me, yeah, I think he has probably done something, something's going to come out about him, and I said, like, Catherine, can people not just leave <laughs> yeah. by mutual consent? No, she was like, she goes, it did say in the statement from Kazabian, he was dealing with some personal behavioural problems, you know, so that was kind of, mm. but then, uh, whenever the news came out today, he's, yeah, been try for assault did you see that uh, Ian is like his girlfriend
0: or his partner um, yeah. did you see that Noel Gallagher was talking about Tom and said from Kasabian and said that uh, they used to have this mental thing where if and Noel Gallagher was saying this like it was 100% true he's mm-hmm. like if Kasabian were like partying and Tom's like Tom got out of control the yeah. band's manager used to arrange for him to be taken to the nearest Toys R Us because whenever he played with toys he calmed down is that a real thing? Like, is that? Yeah. Or did you just make that up? Toys or us? I swear, it'd be so weird if I made that up. I swear. Um, but if I mean, I,
1: I would, I would believe it.
0: Very. If, I... if I can get, the, if I can get the um article it to you right now, I'll, I'll read it out. Here we go. Noel. Noel Gallagher. Uh, Tom, right. So this is like, yeah, yeah. Here it is. Huh. this is a, apparently like you know things can be fake news but it doesn't seem like it's trying to be mad yeah. I don't know here we go this is what Noel said talking about Tom he is mental and when he gets too mad they have to take him to a toy shop to calm him down I don't know whether I'm supposed to say that he can hold 20 conversations at the same time he was in our dressing room one afternoon. He's drinking a pint of fucking Red Bull. This is before the soundtrack. And in literally one sentence, he's going, have you got any fucking Red Bull? Look at that lighter, Fucking hell. Four for a pound. You smoke Marlboro lights, birds, fags. And apparently whenever he gets like that, he, he, and he's too mad, they have to take him to Toys R Us. The last time I actually laid eyes on him, he was in our hotel. He was in Lames room, but management was shitting themselves. Someone turned up, put him in a cab, took him to Toys R Us in Times Square to calm him down because all the flashing lights he plays with on the toys make him all right. That's fucking genius, man. I mean, oh. definitely a weird tactic.
1: Yeah, for sure. But I mean, fair play to the guy if he's, he's going through a few things, it seems. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoy Kasabian. So hopefully, you know, they get in. Uh, so Adam Lambert will be a good lead singer, is what I'm saying. You know, he'll fit yeah. in well, Kasabian. So um, that, it turns out that was all the questions on Instagram. So do you have a couple of Twitter ones? And then we'll be... Yeah, there was talk that you were there was talk that you were going to
0: join Casabian on a free transfer or, or a loan deal. Is that any truth I mean, in that? I could do it. I could
1: I could sing for Casabian, but I mean Because
0: they want to get man the front.
1: Yeah, but I but I think that the podcast needs me more. You know, Boytown needs up more than Casabian, okay. I think.
0: Craig Johnson says, Hi legends of Shite Talk. <laughs> Great work <laughs> on keeping her lid over lockdown, hardest working comedians in Northern Ireland. What's your take on official football crowd artificial football crowd noises? How funny is it when they make a complete bollocks of it? Uh, first of all, thank you very much. Appreciate that you're enjoying us, yes. and and I can't deny that we are legends of Shite talk, yes. if, if legends at all. Um, yes, I, I I was totally against when I saw some of the Bundesliga stuff. No, it's actually the Bundesliga. The uh, no, it's actually, it's a Bundesliga. It's a Bundesliga. Um, I was I thought it was weird, but actually. In the last few Premier League games, I've watched like a couple of United games. A match of the day, it I forget that there isn't a the crowd. I think the yeah. crowd noises are better because it seemed like at the start Dave, they were just letting someone like me or you do the crowd noises, yeah. like Craig sent in that because some of, like somebody would miss a sitter and it was like yes, and then it would go yeah. oh you know yeah. like really quickly. So I actually think that's kind of fun as yeah. well. But um, but the football been back has been kind of great, although. My plan was like I'm gonna watch every match and watch all the highlights and now I'm just sort of watching a bit here and there. Yeah.
1: But I'm enjoying Like during this podcast, just found out Arsenal have conceded like a last minute equalizer to Leicester there. So I'm really sad. You know, it's like it's like fuck's sake. Classic Sick. Arsenal. Phil says, Evening
0: you sexy sultans of Somersby. Independence Day was a few days ago and Big Chief Tiny Hands gave a speech in front of Mount Rushmore. I don't even know. Oh, Trump. My Trumper. question is, if I had its own stone monument, the four important and iconic heads, who would they be? Cultural icons, not political, as if we're going to pick politicians. Phil, great question. Mm-hmm. It would be me, Dave, and then two more. What about like, uh, I like to think it would be a a good representation of me and you and then beside us, it's me and you again, but we've got to design the other persons.
1: Yeah, so that would be perfect. That would be... (laughs) It would be like like a caricature. Yeah, yours would look look very like like the BFG. Yeah, yours would be be interesting. And also... The
0: gap in between your front two teeth would be... You'd be able to drive through that.
1: Yeah, like if we took the food that's always stuck between the front two teeth that you have and put them in my gap, it would just be plugged perfectly. So it would work well, you know, it would be grand. i have bugged you off there. Yeah, I know, but you don't have too much of an HD camera, so you wouldn't be able to tell. Any more questions on Twitter? Is that us? Hey, man. First of all, no, we've got like two more and we'll get through them.
0: But what I don't want you to do is slag off (laughs) my camera because
1: (laughs) I hate it when you do that shit. I mean... What do you oh think no. of this? I think it's weird. I think it's weird that now, finally, the whole background's gone. <laughs> rather than just yeah,
0: made. because we were doing a Zoom before this for the radio show, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't doing this, and I haven't moved, and I'm no. in the same
1: room, Yeah, and it's all good. Um, yeah, I would worry about you. I'd go see your doctor, because that's a weird look. Like, it definitely is. Okay. Um, <laughs> Rebus
0: says... Bon a cheeky boys. Since the Shaney Boy cute, cute birthday teapot, where he got to see producer Dan's gorgeous, well, we got to see producer Dan's gorgeous face. I'm worried how safe his job is. Now the world knows this beauty eclipse is yours. So my question is exactly mm. how threatened both by Dan. That's a good question. We're just off a of Zoom by Dan and he was throwing shade at kind of both of us.
1: Yeah, he was being a little mouthy pig. And you know what happens to little mouthy pigs? They get spit roasted and eaten. So he needs to just watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I say, how dare you ask us a question and call somebody cuter than us because we are the only two people in this country that have bespoke mirrors that are the, the only two every day go mirror, mirror on the wall who is the fairest of them all and then it always says it's the other one and it fucking puts us in bad moods when the day starts I think it says
0: a lot about Dan that he fits seamlessly into the sort of programs and stuff yeah. that we make you know that yeah. says a lot about the guy that he actually just fits in and gets yeah. on like very normal So, um, but yes yeah, hair is looking pretty sharp at the minute yeah. and uh, he's got that surfer hair surfs up mm-hmm. uh, uh, George Aaron I think says was surprised to see Papa Bear uh, George says was surprised to see Papa Bear in the money totem and paparazzi still over the weekend what did you think of the crowd <laughs> having a, in the post paint world Dave He's done us a kipper here. Because what is this it? Let is, me see. It's us. It's two guys in Soho. <laughs> and I'll be honest, mm-hmm. like I don't remember getting this flight, but we <laughs> must have.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, the boys have a good time in Soho. I mean, you're locked yeah. on there, definitely sweet here how
0: much how much fun would you and i have like right now in Soho
1: on a a session like listen all i would say is there wouldn't be a one meter distance if the boys were in soho there'd be lots of cuddles (laughs) there'd be hugs there'd be a lot of like high fives it'd just be a good time if the guys were in soho for sure
0: it'd be a good time with good guys and that's what we're all about
1: and that about wraps up the btp the
0: boytown podcast it's been a lot of fun plug all the socials there shane plug them we'll get wrapped so we're on Instagram. We're, we're pretty much like getting rid of the Facebook. We're just going to focus on the Instagram and the YouTube yeah. channel. So YouTube is Boytown Podcast and um, Facebook, or Instagram is the same, I think. Like yeah,
1: and also our Patreon, Boytown Podcast. Lots of new hot shit coming out there. And tell you what it's going to be. Would, would it be fair to say that Patreon is going to be very and going forward? Say, so Kunan, very it's ACB, going to be so Kunan, yeah, it's gonna be beautiful. Uh,
0: yeah. So let's have a do you know what, baby, mm-hmm. Because we've been like not on it with the Patreon, now we are. As punishment, we're not plugging mm-hmm. our own socials or own podcast yeah, right
1: absolutely now. Absolutely not. We're bad boys. But guys, Boy Town, let's make it great Slap again. Slap your wrist. Share the podcast. We haven't seen one fucking story of Boytown, and I'm gonna smack your bottoms and chain lead them. So you may share. Can
0: them. I just can I just finish by saying um I really, really hope that when those Vikings were going back to Scandinavia that they fucking mm. drowned. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I hope like I hope other nuns find them. Uh their b basically what I really hope is the the Vikings, like their ship ran ashore when they were trying to flee England mm-hmm. and they tried to get back to shore to England and when they got there, there was other nuns who had heard about what happened yeah. and the Vikings were like, oh, please just give us a hand to get out of the water because they're nearly dead at this point. And the nun went, I'll give you a hand. I should just grab them and then drag them under and then that was it. And the nuns yeah. got the revenge because I want to go to bed thinking that.
1: But you know what I would have liked to happen to? I would have liked them to have fallen in the sea and then they have been like, oh no, we are drowning. But then they see these like look like friendly looking fishies and then it turns out that the fishies are actually nose nonchers and they just nonch down in their nose and their top lip and then they lose their nose and then drown in the sea, those Vikings. Yep. Yeah, yeah yep, I think it's been a, nice, a nice note to leave it on. Bye guys. <laughs>